Let's begin. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. Another Saturday, another 7 o'clock, another half hour of improvised comedy from Dan and Jordan. We're going to make it up here on the spot, and we're going to have a bunch of fun. So let's jump in. But everything seems to be working now, so... Well, uh, that's good. It's good to have things in working condition. Because I don't like a submarine that has holes in it. Well, neither do I. Obviously, that's why I welded up all the holes. Well, we didn't have uh, traditional welding supplies because those got sucked out of the... The holes, yes. The, the chamber, yeah, when the big hole got blown in the side of our submarine. So, uh... Are you I'm just glad trying... you... No, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm glad you were able to find a solution. Makes me happy. We were carrying that elephant. I mean, it fit in the hole. Fine, 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 fine. Elephant in the room. I get it. I get where you're going, okay? Yes, we solved the problem with the elephant, but... Why did the elephant puncture the hole in the first place? I understand, okay? It's my responsibility to make sure that stuff doesn't happen. It happened. What do you want me to say? I'm sorry. Look, the military gave us orders to get these elephants from one island to another. Be a submarine. Because they didn't like the sky. They were afraid of the sky. Totally understandable. Elephants are rightly scared of the sky. For years, they've been putting out this propaganda about, like, flying elephants and Dumbo Drop. That was such a terrifying thing for elephants to have to witness. Dropping elephants from helicopters to the ground. It's no wonder they're afraid of the sky. I would be scared too. That's why I don't go skydiving. Same here. Yeah. It's terrifying. Okay, at least we agree this is the correct way to move these elephants. Couldn't be a more correct way. The military doesn't make mistakes. I'm agreeing with that 100%, of course. I've pledged my allegiance. That's why I'm here. I was a big elephant tamer back on land, but I was like, nope, my country needs me. I'm going to get in that sub, and I'm going to just do my duty. Interesting. I was a teacher before I came here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Teach any elephant facts? or? I taught basic elephant facts. Just basic? What grade level? Well, we don't believe in grades. We have belts, actually. It was a belt system. Well, what belt level were you teaching at? I was teaching at a yellow belt. Okay. That's pretty good. Did any of the kids move on to, you know, do bigger elephant-related stuff? or? No. No one in that class would be prepared to deal with a larger type. I'll call them pachyderms. That's what we call them in the... That's the medical term the for medical them. The medical term for them. Yep. Pachyderm. That's what we called them back in the business. But I've kind of forgotten about that life ever since I joined the military, to Me be too. honest with you. Me too, except for the elephant tending part. But I guess my head kind of got away from me here, and I let it stampede a bit. And for that, I do apologize. Did you say stampede? Well, yeah, he stampeded a I little bit. I hope that elephant didn't hear you, because that is a very sensitive word for them. Uh, do you know how many elephants are traumatized by us constantly bringing out the stampedes every time an elephant does something. We're like, look, and remember the stampedes when elephants would trample on people? I mean, elephants have been used in war. Let's not shy away from this ugly fact, okay? Yeah, stampede elephants. We can't be repeating words like stampede and and think it's okay, Okay. all right? Sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. I thought I've worked with elephants for a long time. I just, you know, they... So Whatever. They're sensitive. They're sensitive. They just they lose control. They hear stampede and they go nuts. No, I think an elephant has enough brain power to not just lose control by hearing a word, okay? Oh, great. Got well, another hole. Well, well, thanks a lot, Stampy, for just proving everything that I was saying wrong. You often hear it referred to as the Wild West, but new research is now showing that the West was actually far more wacky than wild. I... I appreciate your energy. Thank you. I think you gave a great presentation. Thank you. 
I'm going to applaud it. I'll applaud it. Okay. Thank you. That's an appropriate response. Okay. It's a good presentation. Thank you. That is a cartoon roadrunner and a cartoon cactus. Sure is. And a picture of a cartoon. It's all a cartoon. It's, yes. all, it's all a cartoon. Yeah. That's correct. This is not evidence. This, is, this was a cartoon that ran. Yes, it ran. That's correct. The roadrunner ran. It's kind of right in the name. Yeah. Roadrunner. It's a good name. It's not uh, evidence. As you can see, it. it's in a desert, which is where much of the wild west stuff took place. What I'm calling now the Wacky West. I actually have further evidence that I'd like to present here. Okay. As you can see, this cartoon of a man with a large red mustache and two guns who is shooting himself off the floor with his guns. I've seen this before. Hovering with the guns. This man is known as Yosemite Sam. Um, he, did, he didn't exist. Now, I know you got to... Uh, as you can see, the evidence is pretty clear right before your eyes. I see it in this story about Yosemite Sam dueling Billy the Kid. And Pat Garrett, and also fighting at the OK Corral. But look, I'm telling you, it's not. So this Yosemite Sam is not real, is what you're telling me. Man who is shooting his guns into the ground and hovering with the guns—that's not real. I mean, he was created, just like all of us, by God. Well, uh, I think that's ludicrous. Well, <laughs> and I would like to. You're welcome to try to scientifically refute my evidence, but just arguing from this position of authority, it doesn't become a man of your stature. I have also. Brought some further footage that you may not have known I was bringing. Okay. In a recently discovered video that I'm going to show here today, I present something called Blazing Saddles, giving further credence to my Wacky West theory. Well, once I have time to review this evidence, then perhaps... I've reviewed it several times, and some of the things that happen in there are incredibly wacky. There's very little wildness on display here. Well, I actually saw a film recently which you may have heard of as well, sir, called Wild Wild West. A West I, so wild that they called it wild twice. I know I have seen this evidence. And also an audio recording left by a great historian who tells a tale of a West so wild that it is, in his words, wiki, wiki, wild. I'm familiar with and this. And as we know, wiki means knowledge, as we have the Wikipedia, which survived. I'm very familiar with all this evidence, and... Obviously, I've considered it. The Wacky West theory is having a lot of trouble gaining traction. And it's because of people like you who just deny it because of dogma, not because of the evidence, that are really hurting its cause. And I think that's a real shame. Do <laughs> so you really think it's worth it going hang gliding for the first time? Absolutely. It is an experience that you will never forget. Uh, all of our instructors came really close to passing their tests. Right? They're good people. That's good. It's totally worth it. Best money you'll ever spend. Well, it just seems like a lot, you know? For a kite ride, basically. What's value, man? What do you value? You get some adrenaline. You can't pay for that. I mean, you can, but like the stuff your body makes is better than the stuff you can get. That's true. Yeah. That store-bought adrenaline just isn't the same. I agree with that. I went through a lot of that to find that out. Okay, well, I guess let's just do it then. Let's just jump off and get going. Okay. All right. Now, first, before we get you uh, all suited up, when's the last time you slept? Oh, I don't know. I guess it's been a while. I was kind of nervous last night. Okay. Didn't really do much sleeping. So it's been a while. I was a little nervous before that a couple of days, so I didn't sleep then. And before that, I was going through that divorce, so that kept me up for right. a couple of weeks. I didn't sleep then. And then before that, before we got the divorce, my wife and I were arguing for... Whew, you know, several months, so I wasn't really sleeping during that time. 
Okay, because there is a danger. Well, before that, I also uh, was having a lot of problems at work. So I was working long hours, doing a lot of stuff there. So didn't do much sleeping at that point. All right, but you feel good now. Well, I feel okay. I mean, I just want you to know there is a danger. If you go out there and you fall asleep, something could befall you, right? Could befall me? Something could befall you. You know, watch for that. Don't fall asleep while you're out there having fun, man. Okay. While you're, while you're out there in hang time. Okay. I'm assuming hang I'm time's be... not sleep time. That's why it's written well, on the wall. Well, I assume that I'm going to be terrified, so I think it'll be okay. Well, you'd be surprised. It's a pretty calming experience. Don't doze mm-hmm. down. See, that's a problem. Well, just don't let it be a problem. You got to conquer the hang, man. I can assure you, this is one of the calmest experiences you will ever have. Anything we can do to spice it up? Spice it up a bit, yeah. Throw a little oomph in there. There's a couple things we could do. Give you a nighttime tea. A nighttime tea. Nighttime tea. That seems like a recipe for going to sleep. I'm just going to jump. I'm just going to try it, okay? Turkey sandwich. Well, turkey turkey sandwich sandwich is going to put me to sleep, too. It's got that stuff in it. That chemical. An eye pillow. You want a pillow for your eyes? That sounds comfortable. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong again. You do not want that. Yeah, so you almost fell asleep there. Well, you know, that's partially because of the pillow, but partially because I'm basically asleep on my feet right now. Okay. We'll get things to spice it up there for you. Let's just get me in the air and figure it out, okay? All right. Wow, this is incredibly relaxing, actually. What the? That crazy son of a bitch, he sliced a hole in my kite. Okay, okay. Huh? Look at that. You fell asleep, you haven't even left the ground. Huh? Oh, jeez. Wow. Your hang glide is about to leave. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Enjoyed that tea? That was a good tea. Really good tea. Kind of put me right out. That's right. That's some intense sleep. Okay. Wow, I feel incredibly refreshed. Now, just make sure you don't suffer from ISS, intense sleep syndrome, all right? Okay, well, I haven't had any sleep studies done on me, so. Okay, well, I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm sure I'll be fine. It only affects a small subset of the population. Good. Okay, here we go. Oh, that crazy son of a bitch. He cut my kite. Ha, ha, whoa. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh-huh. Huh? Sir. Sir, you're sleeping like a baby. You all right, sir? Yeah. Okay. Wow. This one seems to be the one. I've fallen asleep on it. Yeah, you dropped this brochure for uh, hang gliding. Yeah, I, I don't know. My brother thinks I should do it. I'm not certain yet. We'll see. Uh, you know, I'm kind of disappointed. Honestly. Well, they looked like blueberries. Well, I thought they would taste like blueberries. Well, they don't. No, they don't. They don't at all. They taste gross. And that's kind of been the running theme of this entire trip, hasn't it? We come to the Pleasure Dome, and literally everything has just been mediocre at best. I'm going to say it. Well, I agree. I mean, it's a lot of false advertising. It's not even a dome. It's not even a dome. There's no dome here. Should have called it Pleasure Dumb. No Pleasure Dumb. They said there was a great view, and then you go in, there are no windows. Nature's painted on the walls. Everywhere you look, you'll see nature, they said. And while that's technically true... It's technically accurate. It's not really what I'd expect from a Pleasure Dome. Not what I was expecting either. The buffet was just painted onto the wall as well, with a couple of like slips of paper that said bacon or fruit on them, and you could just eat that. I mean, that's not... I'm sorry. I don't mean to complain. I know it's our vacation, but... I'm No, I, I am going to complain. I'm going to leave a bad Yelp review. I'm okay, doing it. Good. Thank you. I just wanted to inspire you to take charge of this, okay? People read these, you know. My words will affect change. 
in the world. Well, let's hope so. And we will save somebody else the trouble of being trapped somewhere so terrible. There. Yelp review left. Good. I hope it was scathing. You know, I went to go rent a surfboard at the front desk. And you know what they gave me? Just a board, a board of wood. It's said a board. It floats. You can surf on it. And while that's technically true, it is not what I was expecting. That's not Pleasure Dome level. Not at all. Not one bit. I could have gotten a sliver from that wood. Well, what do they care? They did not care. They did not. Well, I just think it could be fixed. You know, with new management, someone who actually cared about the pleasure. I think the way to fix it is to tear it to the ground. Maybe it is. Build a new pleasure dome in its place. Yeah, with bricks. Something that's sturdy. Something that's sturdy, but also a dome. And I would want people to be able to see around them. So we would have Windows. to- Windows. Mm, no, we can't, we can't sacrifice structural integrity. Okay, that's true. That's true. Okay, good. Okay. Yep. So, you know, we'll just give them something nice to look at on the walls. Some sort of image. Like a nature image or something. Not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Is a dome really realistic? That's the other question we have to ask ourselves. Well, probably not. Seems like maybe a box kind of structure would be more in line with... Well, but we want people to come. Well, of course we do. So, I mean, we could still call it a pleasure dome. There's no reason not to. It's just a marketing thing. We'll just call it pleasure dome. It's fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Now, in the start, we're going to have to cut corners a little bit, probably. Well... I agree because costs are going to be expensive. It's going to be expensive to start up. It's hard to start a hotel. We both obviously agree with that. It's very hard. Most hotels fail within the first year. We also are going to need to count on good reviews. Just do a quick search on on the old Yelpster there. See what people are saying. You've been listening to The Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. And if you like the show, please connect with us on social media. And thank you so much for listening. We really enjoy that we bring you joy. And if we're bringing you misery, hey, we'll take that too. Get at us at Dan and Jordan and at Power Cub Improv. Sometimes I look up at night and I think about how we are so huge we're so big it's like we're the only thing that's out there i know it's crazy definitely nothing else going on i feel the exact same way you look up at these stars there's these tiny little teeny tiny pinpricks of light little specks little specks and we're massive we're like giants i can just block those out with my hand yeah that's all it takes just cover it boom it's gone entire galaxies just smaller than my hands it feels like if you waved your arms you just send everything flying sometimes i worry about sneezing at night and knocking them out of place I sleep in a specially designed mask to prevent that. That's smart. Yeah. That is smart. I've had a few scares, so, you know, you just want to be sure. Yeah. And also, you see these other little animals. You see, like, ants on the ground, and it's like, whoa. Just a tiny little thing. It's like a star-sized. It's unreal. I didn't think stars would be so small. We're definitely the only life out there. Look at how small all those other little specks are, right? And I'm thinking to myself, I know that some people say, like, Horton here is a who and all that, but there's no way anything is living on those tiny little specks. Look no. how small they are. I mean, maybe an ant could fit on there. Maybe. 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 But I, I think an ant's way bigger, though. Well, I've never really picked one up and compared one. I worry about when birds fly. Because it'll just sweep everything away, too. Yeah. I know birds are massive compared to the stars, even. Yeah. They're one of the biggest threats to the stars, really. Yeah. Birds. I was going to say even bugs. Larger bugs. Jet planes. Yeah, but those are pretty small, too. That's a weird thing. It starts out really large on the ground, then it flies up in the sky, and it gets really tiny. It shrinks. It's really strange. Yeah, they must have, like, uh, 
shrink wrap or something. Shrink wrap or maybe a shrink ray. Shrink ray, yeah. Yeah, something that shrinks it. It's pretty wild stuff. It is pretty wild. You know, some people have like weird beliefs about the earth. Not us. I mean, we've got it figured out. Well, it seems pretty common sense. Your eyes see what they see. Exactly. And like I trust sent, myself. Yeah. Like when they sent those rockets out to space. And you see the rocket, really huge on the ground, flies up, gets smaller, 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 smaller. You can't even see it anymore. Yeah, it's practically gone. It's gone. For all intents and purposes. Yep. Then it enlarges itself, boom, flies back into Earth at a tremendous rate. I don't know why so fast, but... Well, they probably need to get that fast to gain their mass again. Maybe stretch it out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just weird. And the same when they drop like elephants out of airplanes. They start really small, and then they grow. They grow so quickly. It's crazy how fast they grow. It seems like the growing procedure is always much faster than the shrinking procedure. Yeah. Birds are that way too, though, even, you know? Yeah, they shrink and grow too. You see a bird up close, it could be, well, like a you know, big bird. And then whoosh, flies away, and it's just, whoa, so tiny. But we have that power too, because when we were walking down the trail... And I saw you coming. You won't believe this. This will probably shock you. Or maybe it won't, knowing what I know about you now. You were actually super small when what? I first saw you. Yeah. And you grew as I got closer to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, was, you. I was always this size. I was always giant. Well, now, wait a minute now. I know what I say is going to blow your mind. Because you were actually really small when I was at the other side of the trail, too. And I started walking towards you, and you grew and grew and grew until you're at the size that I basically see right now. No. It's true. It's totally true. I was going to pull my phone out and film it, but I just thought, nah, he, I can't even believe I'm seeing this, really. That's so weird. I lifted up my glasses and I rubbed my eyes with my fists. You know? I did just, the same thing. Like, What's going on here? But, you know, it is what it is. It's so strange. It's really strange. You're the first person I've ever talked about this stuff with. You're the first person I've ever talked about this with either, you know? It's just, it's unreal. I'm so glad that we met. You know, you think about all the people that you talk to, they're supposed to be your friends, and it's like, they don't tell you that you're shrinking and growing every time they see you? It's like, geez, what kind of friend are you? I thought I was staying the same size. Me too. I guess this affects everybody. Well, see, maybe this is the universe and how it just settles itself out, right? Expanding, contracting. That's right. Exactly. It's always expanding and contracting. Well, that sounds scientific. That's what the so scientists always say. I believe them. So when you go to space, you become really tiny, small like the stars. Right. So that you can't do any serious damage out there. Exactly. You contract. So you can't do any bad damage out there. We've all been contracted. We've all contracted it. It's a shame. Hey, it's good to know the truth, though. It is good to know the truth. It's good to know what's happening with yourself. Yeah. Wow. wonder if those ants will ever get bigger. Hard to say. God, I hope not. Let's get closer. I mean, we did find the one treasure chest, so that's a good thing. However... I'm not so sure I would call it a treasure island. I mean, it's got a treasure on it. That's all it needs. It's good. It's a qualifier. It's good, but... If you were to go on an island where there was something buried in a chest, something you would describe as treasure, as treasure sure. what would you call that island? It depends. First depends. thing you find. It's the first thing you find. Well, it's the first thing I find. I might naturally be inclined to want to call it treasure island, but then you want to search the rest of the island and see if there's any other treasure there. Because if there's only one little isolated pocket of treasure, it's hardly a treasure island. Yeah, but you don't say, like, treasure's island. Nobody says that. There's no treasure's island. Okay? That's not the sort of names that we use. Okay, you're right about that. And it's, it's a franchise. You don't mess with a franchise. All right? So there can be more than one treasure island is what you're telling me? Yeah. I run six or seven of these things. All right? Well, that seems like it's kind of deceptive to me. 
What? How is that deceptive? Well, when I signed up for this, I thought, you know. It's the chain of Treasure Islands. Wow, I'm going to find Treasure Islands. Yeah. So we can do Treasure Islands, but we can't do Treasures Island? Why not? Because that would be an abomination. As a customer, I think digging up one chest and then being sent on my way is kind of a bummer. Flying all the way out to the Caribbean and then taking that boat journey. I mean, for God's sake, my son got dysentery on the trip and almost died. All right. Well, I'll give you a free Connell breakfast, but you got to leave me a good review. Well, I'll leave you a good review, but I want to see maybe another treasure chest here. Um, okay. Turn around. Are you just going to rebury the treasure that I just dug up? I have a shovel with me. Yeah. Oh I mean, that's God. a weird assumption. That's that's on you, man. Your assumptions are on you. This might be for maybe I'm going to dig up some bones later. Maybe it's going to be Bones Island. Okay, fine, fine. Well, why don't I just look through the treasure that I've already dug up while you do whatever you're going to do behind my back, okay? Okay. I'll just look here. Yeah, look through the brochure. I'll look through the chest. No, I'm looking through the chest. Looking through the chest. Well, don't look through the chest. Why don't you look through the menu? Decide what you want for breakfast, for your free breakfast, as long as you give me a good review. You said continental breakfast. Can I have something cooked instead? You can have the salmon. If okay, you want. I'll take the salmon. Good. But it's going to be leftover from the buffet. It's well, not going to be fresh salmon. That's. Well, at least you're being upfront about that. Okay, fine. Fine. That's fine. I have integrity, okay. sir. I would never lie to a customer. Okay. Well, I'm going to just. Check now, there's out. definitely. Maybe there is more than one treasure buried here. Well, is there? Maybe there is. Okay. Well, let me just do a little digging around then, and I'll see what I can find. I'll try an unguided experience. How am first. I going to know what I'm going to make you for breakfast if you don't? Well, the salmon I'll take. Yeah, but there's a lot of menu choices. Well, there's a lot of different kind of salmon. Fine, I mean, fine. Give me the menu. Give me the menu. You're going to get what you're going to get, but. Oh, well, I mean, a bagel would be nice. Fresh fruit. That's good. I don't know how you keep fresh fruit stocked in here, but it's just a big sandy island. You just get it flown in every day, but okay. Uh, I noticed there's no bacon. Uh, sir, there. There's no hmm? bacon on the menu. Hmm? No, there's why no are bacon. You, why were you patting your shovel against the sand like that? I was patting the ground for luck. I like to pat the ground three times. Three is times it? is lucky? Yeah. Three times is lucky for me. It's my lucky number. Okay, well, I read that in a book about pirates once. Oh, you know a lot about a pirates. Three is a lucky number. Well, I, I just did a little cursory research when I decided to book this trip. Okay. Well, we're on page one, so I mean, we're we're it, you know. Well, Treasure Island popped up. I'm like, oh, great, Treasure Island. You know how many good reviews I had to get to get above the movies in the search results? A lot. There's a movie about this place? Yeah. Oh, wow. Should have watched that. See, I didn't do my research well enough, obviously, because this place has been very disappointing. You don't say that, because I mean, don't hurt my business. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I just wanted to dig up another treasure. You want to dig up another treasure? Yeah, I dug up one. Like I said, I flew all the way to the Caribbean. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. D Dean Kane died on this island. Dean Kane. Dean Kane. You can dig him up. He was a treasure. Cinematic one. Well, I would hardly call Dean Kane a cinematic treasure. Excuse me? But did he star in any movies? Can you name even one Dean Kane movie? TV movies, sure. Well, TV is not. See by the shore TV side. TV is not the films. I don't believe that television has any value as a Another medium. Tear Falls. Check it out. Well, Some of his best work. I'm not watching a TV movie. There's no way. No way. Especially not a Dean Kane movie. movie. It's got movie in the title, all right? Well, if it had movie in the title, that's pretty weak. Has to tell people, hey, even though you're watching this on TV, this is a movie. A lifetime movie. A movie of your lifetime. You have to say movie in the title when it's on the big screen. People just know. Look, the small screen is the new big screen, all right? Well, I admit there's some good... Pro I like that Game of Thrones program, okay? I'll admit that. But yeah, it's basically like watching a movie. The rest of it is, is, is dreck. I, hey, you want to know more treasure? How about some knowledge treasure? Sure. Game of Thrones is filmed on an island. Is it this island? No, it's not this island. Well, I mean, I couldn't bring them here. That's not a fact you should be bringing up to customers, right? It seems like you set them up for this cool thrill, and then, oh, got to let them down. 
Best case scenario, a guy says, I've never heard of Game of Thrones. That's your best case scenario there. But you have heard of it. Well, of course I've heard of it. And you've heard of Treasure Island. I'm here on Treasure Island for a treasure experience. Do we have a second chest yet? You know, there might be one where I'm standing. Where I patted the ground. You saw earlier I patted the ground for luck. Three times, yes, I saw it. Well, I think this is the lucky spot. I think you should dig here. And maybe you'll find something. Fine. I mean, it seems like it's basically the exact position where I dug up the other chest. (sighs) Hardly, sir. And come to think of it, I don't see the other chest or the hole that I dug earlier anywhere, but... Probably taken away by the sea, for all we know. Well, I guess the tides... For the sea claims what it claims. Render unto Poseidon what is Poseidon's. You, well, you know more about the sea than I do, living here on this island, so... Fine, give me the shovel. I'll, I'll dig it. Oh, what's this? Well, that seems to be the familiar sound of treasure, sir. Hmm, that sounds like treasure. Let me just... Okay, this is the same treasure I just dug up. Damn it, I shouldn't have numbered the chests. I was going to say, like, there's even, like, my business card is in here. You didn't even keep the business card I gave you. Fine, whatever. This is not a well-run place. I'll add an extra slice of toast. And the salmon. From the buffet. I want eggs Benedict, too. Fine. I'll give you, I'll give you Benedict's eggs. Made fresh. All right. Okay. Okay. Made fresh, as fresh as we can make them. Fine, I'll leave you... I'll we don't keep any three chickens. Three and a half stars. Three and a half? Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. All right, good. Dean Kane won't be alone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. We hope you enjoyed it. Please like, comment, share. And check us out on social media at Power Cub Improv and at Dan and Jordan. Yeah, interact with us whenever you want. We always love to hear from you guys, and we just hope you're having a great day. That's right. We got so much gratitude. Thanks for listening, and keep having fun. And in just under a month, come check us out at Edmonton Fringe as we bring you Improvised Star Wars.